and welcome to another episode of You Haven't Seen That, the podcast series where we watch films that my co-host missed in his childhood. I'm your, I am one of the hosts, Chris. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this, I forget how the intro goes. <laughs> and I'm joined by the aforementioned co-host, Eric. Hello everybody, talking is difficult sometimes. Yes, especially when you've taken a week off and... Well, let's be honest, it's been close, like over a month off it's for us. It's been a while, yeah. yeah. So. Been a while. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and a perfect segue. To the man, huge, huge fan of Stained. <laughs> uh, we're joined by a special guest for this episode. Uh, it's good friend, Mr. Toby Zarb. Hello, hello, hello. And one of the reasons Toby is finally joining us on uh, this episode is... Because Eric pulled out the Chris's curveball last last episode. Yeah, so we've got the, the mystery card. Yeah. Basically, the bonus round. Yep. I thought long and hard about this, and there was like many possibles. Yep. For a long time, it was actually going to be one film that I've actually yep. brought as the backup in case it turns uh-huh. out you've seen. Yes. I still um, don't know what we're going to watch. Yep. So the reveal now is, Eric, we're going to be watching The Wizard. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. These two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. We've hired someone to find him. What's his problem? He's just shy. But Jimmy's got a secret. You got 50,000 on Double Dragon? That could make this the ride of their lives. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championship. <laughs> this guy. With a touch of romance. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. That's you. We're too late. They'll get there any way they can. Now, Video Armageddon. It's going to take a lot of guts. You can do it! A little magic. You're the best! And The Wizard. Fred Savage. The Wizard. What the hell's that? <laughs> well... Oh, he has a Nintendo Power Glove. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, this can be great. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So, The Wizard from 1989. Classic, classic film starring Fred Savage, uh, Jenny yep. Lewis, Christian Slater, and Bo Bridges. Christian Slater? Oh, I thought we needed a Slater. So. Yep. So, um, we've uh, one of the reasons Toby's joining us, because he is a massive fan, uh, we're looking at his copy of the film on DVD as we speak. <laughs> A few DVDs I, I still say, own. You don't have a big collection anymore by the looks no, of things. I, so. I, just, I got rid of a lot of them. You just I, kept the important ones. Like yeah, the, the, one, the ones that meant something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Well. Yeah. The, that's what Fred, Fred should have won an Oscar for this, um, mm. this one. I think he might have... Uh, I'll save that for later in the episode. I think he might have won one or two little awards for it. But, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but just looking at that cover, Eric, what, what do you think this is going to be? Great. What is, what's the tagline? <laughs> <laughs> it's more than a game. It's the chance of a lifetime. The wizard. Uh, the wizard. So, um, and that kid's wearing some rad Ray-Bans, um, which ironically are pretty popular again now. Yeah. Um, but Nintendo Power Gloves aren't. Anyway. It's a shame, isn't no it? No connection there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, look, I, I'm guessing it's, it's probably going to be probably, you know, it looks pretty 80s. I guess it could be early 90s in bad fashion. Uh, 80, 89. There we go. And um, so I'm guessing we're going to that real, like, height of video games growing in popularity, have a bit of a, you know, it's more than a game, it's a chance of a lifetime. Mm. So it's either a video game competition. Um, that seems pretty logical, but what type? All right. I'm hoping, like, Space Invaders the book. <laughs> or 
this. <laughs> oh, um, like it's so you, this could be the precursor to Pixels starring Adam yes, Sandler. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I'm assuming is the better version of this movie. Yeah, for um. sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is one that uh, was a huge, huge, huge film for me and my um, awesome. and, and my brother. Um, I was actually on the phone to my brother earlier this week and mentioned <laughs> this is what we we're seeing, and his response was, "Oh sh." <laughs> was he jealous? Yeah, well, he was just like, I, "That's a film I have not heard anyone mention in at least no. twenty-five years." So, well, yeah, I've, I've definitely never heard of it. It didn't have a different title in Australia. No, it, it was The Wizard. Just um, globally accepted, The Wizard was an okay title. Oh no, no, I have a laundry list of alternate titles awesome. for later in right, the episode. Well, hang on to that one. But um, Toby, yeah. this film for you, like, why, why do you still have this on DVD? <laughs> yeah. Because it's Fred Savage. All right, yeah, that's and understandable. I don't want to spoil anything, so I don't want to say too much about it yeah. just yet until we've watched it. All right, yeah. but uh, but how old were you probably when you first saw this? One? I think I remember getting this on VHS at the Civic Video. Oh yeah, that was my Toby and I. It turns out uh, grew up like right near each other Shit. and had the same video store. So you both went to the Civic Video on um, on Whitehorse Road. Uh, not no, why, no, 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 no. I was in Oldham. Yeah, Oldham. So, yeah. Civic video on uh, Dandenong Road there. Yeah. Yep. Corner uh, of Finch oh, Street. Yep. <laughs> it's a good one. They had video games there as well. They did. Yeah. They had a specific, like, that little yeah. section. Yep. Well, I think I would have been about nine when I saw this and mm-hmm. just fell in love with it because it's just a, a beautiful adventure story. Yeah, it, it's a awesome. really great kind of kids' film. So, yeah. yeah. We haven't had a proper kids' film for a while. Not so. for quite a while. Nice. So, um, perfect curveball. Alright, well, on that note, should we jump in and give it a watch? Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. Alright, so that was a 90-minute commercial for Nintendo and Universal. That is The Wizard. That was pretty great. It's fun, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, it's a kid's movie, so, but it's just, like, heartfelt and nice, and then, like, the game reveal is just like, hooray, Nintendo. Yeah, okay, this is like, we normally save this for the end, but, like, if you saw this as a kid... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, the ultimate. I didn't, like, as you know, I never, my first... Nintendo console was a 64, but yep. I wanted the other ones desperately. Were you, were you one of those kids that would, like, yeah... Go to friend. other people's houses and yep. not go to my own? Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a Nintendo. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, what's that? Do you have a Nintendo? Let's be friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. So, um... No, like, Super Mario Brothers 3 was, like, my favourite game that I never owned. Yeah. And I'm still terrible at it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we should, I guess, say it's a um, brief plot synopsis for those, because this is a kind of weird, obscure, older film. Yes. Um, yeah. oh, wait, sorry, just before we yeah. get to that, I never even realised that it was, like, a weird or obs- obscure kind of film. Like, I thought everyone saw this. Yeah, it, it's I, it's one of those ones I've found where it's, like, if you know it, it's great. Like, you know it, but mm. it's not, like... Yeah, it's like a weird cultish film, I think, yeah, because it, of the... It, it, it just blows my mind these days that it has reached that... Well, obviously, it's re- reached that cult status. Oh, for sure. It's out on Blu-ray. Like, that's like, yeah, yeah it has cult song. status, yeah. It's not totally lost to obscurity, but it is... Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it, it tells the story of a young boy, Jimmy, who is... Um, it's a, He's essentially autistic. It's never kind of mentioned in the film, but he... Um, Actually autistic. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there's no essentially there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's well, it's basically Rain Man, but with video games. Yeah, it, it's like fit, you said. Yeah, the film is like if you get a, a scoop of Rain Man, a scoop of Color of Money, and put that in a blender <laughs> and pour it out with a G rating. You've yes. got you've got the wizard. Yeah, you've got his brother who cares for him, Corey. Yeah, um, who doesn't want to see him get put in an institution, and he tries to help him find California. California. Yeah, or just try. It, it's that. <laughs> It's kind of that blurred line initially when they he kind of breaks him out of the hospital. It's you don't know if it, he's doing it specifically, like he wants to have Jimmy like yeah. out of the hospital, but then the California thing is like, all right, we'll go there. There's yeah. no specific purpose or reason. They're just it's just a direction going. to head in. They're they're essentially <laughs> running away from home. Yeah, and then it gets to the point of video game championship is happening. Uh, we now have a purpose for California. Well, yeah. they they also it all there was that that scene early on where it, it didn't seem like it was known that Jimmy was a video game aficionado. No, no. So it was something that Corey discovered, you know, at that first initial, at the bus stop or yeah. whatever. Fifty thousand. You got fifty thousand on Double Dragon. So it gave a. The, the the end game the destination it gave it more of something yeah. more and it also like it, it perfectly like went gave him a for, purpose yeah, to get to the purpose of the journey to get to the the end of the the end goal yeah oh, yes otherwise they're just he's going to California because Jimmy keeps saying California California yeah basically <laughs> so, yeah, so which the, you know doesn't get revealed until the very end of the film but wow what a great reveal <laughs> like yeah, it actually it has, works. Really strong purpose as well, um, and it gives great closure. Yeah, every, um, everything pays off for every character. There's like growth for every character, except the stepdad and the mum. Oh, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they kind of get. They're they, just there. Yeah, they're, they're just there. They yeah. are. Well, it, it's the stepmom. I feel. Uh, no, I, I'll disagree with that. There is growth for them because at the end they find out why Jimmy. Is going through issues and what the yeah, matter is, yeah. and it's of course because of the trauma. Because the opening of the film has them, like at the um, yeah, the institute, yeah, at the institute, just being like, "Well, I don't know what's wrong with my stepson." That's <laughs> like, true. They're very aggressive in there. Um, yeah, but I, I wouldn't say that growth is anywhere near as substantial as any of the other characters. No, but, but at the same time, they're, they're not main characters. Yeah, but they will. That's why I don't. I wouldn't say that the same the, the same yeah, there's good depth no. behind the um the father and son Slater and um Bo the Bridges. other bridges <laughs> the other bridges um, <laughs> like that yeah they have some really strong moments just the two of them and they, they have their own screen time like it's like they couldn't afford to get them at the other si- same time as the others so we need you for three days yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's, it seems like the mother and the stepfather are um like uh, scheduling conflicts. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and you also like if you had full fleshed out stories for them too, you'd end up with like a two hour twenty minute kids movie. I honestly think they just hired um, the stepdad because they were like, you were great in your like two scenes in Raising Arizona, and you can nail Southern like idiot. <laughs> like I, we're just gonna hire you because Southern suit man. Yeah, because Raising Arizona is what like two years before this, so it's like, mm. oh yeah, you're in that cool hip indie film. <laughs> Let's put you in this to get some street cred. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's okay. I just want to off the bat, like I find it kind of weird that Christian Slater's in this film. See, I I don't know Christian Slater all that well. So, okay, um, I mean I know he's in Archer. Oh yeah, as Slater, <laughs> as himself. Yes, um, 
I always forget he's an Archer. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, um, I, he's I guess I know '90s like a little bit. Like, yeah. just and but I don't. I know that he was like an, an '80s heartthrob. I've yeah. never really seen Christian's '80s Christian Slater. Before, oh no, so we'll, I'm like, we'll get there with this show. I've got sure a couple, will. at um, least three or four that I want to. Yeah, I know Cole's a big fan. So this uh, is the same 1989. Um, okay, so the big one for me is Pump Up the Volume, which oh, is yes. 1990. So that's a year mm. after this. But in 89, it's the same year as Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Really? Oh, yeah. it's, it's pretty great. And 88, so the year, this is why I'm kind of shocked he's in this. Because a year before this, he was in Heathers. with oh, Winona. Heathers 88, was it? Yeah. yeah so like, that was a from. big, big movie. And mm, for him yeah. to then be like, I'm going to be like seventh built in an Nintendo <laughs> yeah, commercial. In, in, the, in, the same, in the same breath, though, Fred Savage, like... It wasn't in anything. Like, he had the Princess Diaries before. And Wonder and Years. This is, yeah, no, this is what, at least no, three seasons no, into Wonder no, Years. No, it's not. It's one. Is one, it? Wonder Years. I was looking it up before. Yeah. Wonder Years came out in 88. This came out in 89. Oh, wow. So, so this, this would be... have been done around the same time as the first season of Wonder Years. Oh, realistically. This would be in between seasons one and two, then, Yeah, probably. so it's... Like, they both kind of had the same clout, I guess. Yeah. But Fred Savage has a better agent because he got above the title billing. Yeah, but know, this is yeah. also a movie that is concentrated on pretty much on Fred yeah. Savage. Like, no, he's that, the carrying force of this whole film. But that's what I mean. Like, you were saying they have the same kind of clout, yet Christian Slater took, like, sixth build. I'm <laughs> guessing yeah. Nintendo paid him a lot. Or he got a free Nintendo or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He made money on the Super Nintendo. He might have got a Super Nintendo before it came out. Yeah. So oh, yeah. He, you know, like, he might have got it a year. Speaking of, speaking of, <laughs> good one, Tom. Tom didn't put his phone on silent, <laughs> and he has a Mario thing. <laughs> All right. Apologies. <laughs> um, <laughs> perfect message. <laughs> uh, what were we saying? Oh yes, Christian Slater probably got some free stuff. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. I really hope Bo Bridges got a Nintendo as well because no, he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> they just tricked him like these are really great. Yeah. <laughs> it's got fiber optics. Yeah. I, I would I God, I didn't look into this, but I would love to see like an interview with like modern day Bo Bridges talking about making this film. Yes. <laughs> like just a kind of Or even Christian Slater, I'd like to see I'd like to hear any Christian Slater, Bo Bridges or Fred Savage mm. talking about this film these days. Oh, I'm sure Fred Savage oh, I'm, I'm sure Fred probably But I want Bo Bridges like the late sixties, the like real like no one moved the film. <laughs> Yeah. I want to know if he's gone as far as Jeff has in terms of like yeah, hillbillies. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm just going to quickly jump in here in the middle of the episode. Um, while I was editing this one, uh, I wasn't able to find any clips of modern day uh, Bo Bridges, Christian Slater, or Fred Savage talking about their involvement in this film. But I did manage to find an interview with another actor who uh, had a really small role as an extra in this. So... Without further ado, uh, here's Toby Maguire talking about working on The Wizard. I'm very curious, uh, uh, what do you think uh, playing the goon at Video Armageddon in The Wizard brought to your acting career? I was friends with um, a kid in that movie, and I was visiting the set, and I just basically had an opportunity to be an extra. That, that might have been my first gig in any kind of professional production, and... Uh, and I was terrible as an extra. I mean, my my expressions and reactions were so over the top, so ridiculous. Um, but you see, but you did learn from it. 
Uh, what not to do? I guess, yeah. I mean, looking at it, it's pretty painful. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember if I felt that that extreme pain that I would feel now looking at that. Um, and, get, it, and it's funny, too. Did, did you get to leave uh, set? Did everyone get to take home Nintendo Power Gloves? That was uh, the real key. Not, not me. <laughs> I was there for a day, so... Um, I, I also, speaking of the Power Glove quickly, I just liked how Nintendo are quite happy for people to make fun of it in their own film. Do they make fun of I it? I don't think that will make his, fun his, of like, it. His comment about it's so bad. I love the Power Glove. It's so bad. No, 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 but that, that's 80 slang for good. Remember know, Michael also, Jackson's entire album? I know, album? but also, like, I think there's a little bit of irony in the way he says it. Oh, I, 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 I No, you reckon it's, it's yeah. full-on going 80s. Yeah, I think I reckon, Ernest, I Well, I reckon time has got them good then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah. I, I mean, like, this... you got to remember, this was, like, the Power Glove came out before the internet, so for word of mouth to actually mm. get around to say that the product is bad... Yes, not true. In, not in the wizard bad The fun sense. slang. Yeah, good yeah, point. Yeah, it, globally it accepted it's bit, bad. Yeah, and, <laughs> and from, from my somewhat memory more so doing research, the glove was around until about 91. It lasted oh, for about okay. two years and then they discontinued it and they removed it because I knew how f***ed it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, is like a lot, which is like a lot of things, you so know. So it was a number of years later when um, globally it was recognised as not being a great yeah. piece of hardware. It, yeah. it was just a, we're trying to sell something cool, but it's only really oh, usable it, for a couple of it, years. It's like the, like the Virtual Boy. I mean, the Virtual yeah, Boy, like it's a good concept, but it didn't really work. Only six, five or six games came out in the Virtual Boy. Mm. Like, if that... And you had to use it by... Propping the thing on a table and then looking at looking through it because it was so heavy. Nintendo have a lot of failed projects that they'll never admit were failures until yep. after the fact. Yep. The Ooh. Wii, the Wii U, yep. the GameCube, Rob. Yep. <laughs> Good old Rob. <laughs> but yeah, see, uh, so this is yeah. obviously why Toby is joining us. For this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, back to the book, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the that's, this is that's, also, what we, that's what we're here for. Yeah, this it? is also why Toby, because honestly, if it was just us, we'd be done with this movie by now. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but um, when the vi- like, because you kind of guessed early on. But I think it's because you saw the uh, DVD uh, yeah. cover with the power glove. Yeah, the fact that it has a power glove on the cover, and it's yeah. very but, specifically a power glove. But Fred mm. never wears the power glove. I in know. The movie. Wrong characters wearing but, it. But that also like it like it is a giant like signifier of like we're gonna be a um ad yeah a video game, game thing yeah yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, this is the second best video game movie ever made, behind Detective P- Pikachu. I haven't seen it yet. I yeah, watched it big, the other night. That's uh, I, you probably don't like it as much as I do. That is the best video game movie. Not Mario Brothers. <laughs> not, not Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> Look, those movies are more fun. Double Dragon. <laughs> this is the best movie. <laughs> best video game movie. I, I I stand by it. That is my favorite one. <laughs> um, but yeah, when. Like so, you had a little bit of an inkling going into this that it would have some video game connotation or something yes. going on there. Yeah. Uh, when, like, so I kind of wanted that moment of like when it's oh he got a high score on Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> like for you to be like oh okay <laughs> like is that where you kind of started to go like all right I see where we're going now. Yeah, because for a bit there I'm like oh maybe I was wrong maybe this literally is just a, a Rain Man little adventure. Um, and then once yeah once Double Dragon came along and then once a girl like 
um, what was her name again? Uh, Haley. Haley. Yeah, Haley. Haley played by Jenny Lewis. Yeah, once she brought it up again and said, no, you can't beat me. Um, and then I'm like, okay, they're bringing back the same thing. We've got our, our rolling plot device. This is what we're going to do. What and I didn't expect was a tribute to like all of the video games of the time. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. Like, yeah, yeah, there are a lot of video games featured. So you got Double Dragon. Ninja Gaiden. Uh, TMNT. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, um, Rad Racer. Rad Racer. Mega Man 2. Yep. Um, Mario Brothers 2. Yep. And so. 3, obviously. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I, you know, I thought maybe there'd just be one. Yeah. And they just focus on the one. Mm. Um, but no, they're just like Nintendo games. Yeah, we are just doing a love letter to the NES right now. <laughs> um, but I'd forgotten how much, like, because I hadn't seen this film since probably Toby got it on DVD and we watched it. <laughs> so I think that was when we were housemates who got this. Oh, and we had a spirit well. re- re-watch I'm sure you did. <laughs> but I just re-watch it just every three months or so because I love the film. Because <laughs> you you wanted to watch it in advance of doing this episode so you could like <laughs> so you essentially would have watched like three times this week leading up. But no, it's like no, I don't think this <laughs> But um having not seen it for so many years I totally forgot got how much this film is The Color of Money, essentially. I haven't seen The Color of Money. So. Okay, so The Color of Money is uh, Scorsese doing a sequel to The Hustler, the mm. amazing Paul... Bobby Goldberg and that. No, no, it's um, mm. so it's Paul Newman playing um, the same character that he played in The Hustler. Yep. Uh, the Pool Shark. I'm mental blanking on his name and it's uh, Fast Eddie. Uh, yep. Fast Eddie Felson and he finds a new young hotshot and he and the like this girl go off on the the three of them go off and essentially scamming and working their way yep. to the big tournament. Yep. So it's literally the same plot. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's just without a really creepy bounty hunter. I know. Well, oh, yeah, he is creepy. Just so you know, I make my money by bringing kids in, and I don't make it if someone else brings a kid in first. Uh, <laughs> you catch my drift, huh? Well, my, my thing for this movie, because I haven't seen it in a good five years, easily... All the, um, not the bounty, the bounty hunter I've always remembered as being a creepy kind of awesome dude. Ooh. Um, <laughs> not sure about yeah. awesome. <laughs> it, it's more like the, all the, all, all the In other terms kind of, of kitty slapstick, mate? Yeah. It's all the yeah. other kind of shit, like the three 16, like they had to be over 16 because they had their driver's license. Oh, oh you yeah. mean the kids at the, um, Yeah, like all that kind driving. of, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like. I don't remember that being as so like, full on, and the fact yeah. that the fact that Todd Holland directing it as well, like, just makes a conscious decision to we're going to go handheld on this. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's quite interesting, and it's quite um not unnerving, but it's it, it's I wonder it's if, very eighties. Yeah, it's like, very eighties. Like, um, those yeah. um the the cow yeah the, when they're hitchhiking and the um mm. the old bloke sees them with like still the money bucks in and, the and they yeah. just. And leave them on the side of the road yeah. to just like die from like, sunstroke. As a kid's, movie. Yeah. yeah, as a kid's <laughs> child watching that, you're like, yeah, the movie. Yeah. As an adult watching music it, you're like, as well. well it was that's, like, that's what it I was like. Mr. Benny Hill from here, almost. What are you doing? It's one where I I really want to know if it's 
they submitted the film to the studio and they were like, no, this is dark. We're going to put like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would be... <laughs> try and heighten the kids getting robbed by rednecks. Yeah. I would be inclined to agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it seems very odd. It seems really odd and yeah. out of place. And it's in particular to the rest of the music. No, the no, film. no. Because I, I, you mentioned that while we were watching it, but that music did pop up again mm. and it was um, between the... The um, dad and the bounty hunter. Yeah, the bounty hunter. And, oh, I think yeah. it was the bounty hunter and something else. I don't think it was the dad, but the bounty hunter and something else. But it definitely popped up again. That music. Okay, so at yeah. least it was a recurring. Thing. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just soul for yeah. that scene. Can can we? Fortunately, spend, can we spend a little bit of time on the bounty hunter character? Yes, um, mm-hmm. very important. And how weirdly miscast he is. Yeah, like for that role, <laughs> you need essentially like I. You Rene want someone? Pelman. Yeah, no, that is a perfect example. I was gonna say, um, you don't want uh, a weaselly looking guy. You want yeah. a big, a big dude. I mean, drawing back to it, I was just again drawing another comparison to Raising Arizona. You mm. want that big, creepy, demonic motorcycle guy? It, want- it adds more to the like the the parts where he gets called out, like in the casino. What's too late? What the hell are you doing? No, I, put the kid down. no, I, I didn't touch anything. You can't, you can't hit the kid. The kid is. What? It, it works because like, it, yeah. it works and it doesn't work. But like the character and him as like, he that, doesn't fit the bill yeah. of someone who is going to. He's a bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah he's a bounty he, hunter, and I he makes his money from. They were leaning. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a bounty hunter of children. So I think they're leaning more on the pathetic derpy the kind of character. Yeah, yeah, that Maybe. they they don't really nail that. Yeah, well, he doesn't nail that. And it's, yeah, they if you're going to go that route, you need someone that way. You need like Thomas Lennon or David Wayne playing that role. Yeah, you need, to go, well, you need to go full to one side yeah, yeah. or full to the other. Not slightly that way, and mm. then and then tried to mix it with the other element, and like even the scene where he's um, puncturing the tires. And then uh, the dad oh, starts going you, crazy. You know what you needed? Yeah, you needed um, Paul Giamatti and Big Fat Liar. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Intimidating, but not intimidating yeah. at all. And, and it's that perfect line of, like, arrogance and yes. also weaseliness. Or yeah. like, no Hank. Yeah, or no Hank. <laughs> from, from Barry. Why not? Yeah. But it's, yeah, that scene is incredible when he punctures the tyres and then Bo Bridges goes And then nut- loses it at him. Yeah, oh, but, but then yeah. also starts to blame Bo Bridges by screaming, you have yeah. no class. I think it's so you're, weird. Your offhanded comic... Uh, comment uh, about First Blood. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it yes. reminded me of like Rambo esque <laughs> previous film we'd done where <laughs> shot first. Don't do First Blood. <laughs> so Bo Bridges, I feel, is just he feels he's totally justified in absolutely destroying that guy's oh, car. Well, yeah. You gotta, you gotta admit though. That is his livelihood. That's where he makes his money yep. is by stealing little or rescuing little kids, and. You know, the dad is impeaching on his terrain. And, I mean, I will say, like, he does set that up at the beginning. The first time you meet him, he's like, this is my livelihood, don't get in my way. The film, it could have... Because let's be honest... Everything pays off. No, no. Like, why we're focusing so much on the bounty hunter, I think, is because he is the kind of one-week link in the film. 
Yeah, he's... In he's, terms of... No, I, I would say the, the mother and the stepfather... Are oh, no, they're not in it enough to yeah, be a weak link. Yeah, they're not even weak links. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right, Toby, but they just don't even qualify as a link. But it's, it's because, like, yeah, here's the one part where it's like, you don't know what you're doing, where you're coming from. It's just to give it a sense of keep it moving. And, and also, is the, the, jo- the Joker card. Yeah, the wild card, yeah, whether it yeah. is there's something, there's, yeah, this other element of tracking them down. It's not just kids run away and you have Christian Slater and Bow Bridges following them. You know what, he's, yeah, actually, a, he's actually, from a, like, a script writing perspective or whatever, he's actually the perfect perfect character because mm. whatever they get whenever they get stuck they can just bring in this yeah. bloke yeah. It's, it's a trope that has existed in cinema like forever like it reminded me really and I think I, it has to be one of those things that I, I've like confounded in my memory um, of like childhood films but I always thought he was more of a kind of badass kind of character yeah. and I think I got him confused really? with, with the bounty hunter who's hunting Kermit in the Muppet movies <laughs> like with the crossbow yeah. and stuff hired by Doc Hopper like I swear that has to have <laughs> really? yeah because yeah, I remember like I swear like when before we put it on you mentioned the bounty hunter I'm like yeah I was going to say like, and he's all in black leather and stuff yeah, and no, sunglasses that seems like for me <laughs> the bad, I can't the, think of the, the Muppet all I can think of is the bounty hunter in the Spongebob Squarepants movie <laughs> It just, yes. grows, it just grows a moustache. Yeah. I can't think of either of them because I'm not a fan of either of those films. Oh. Cool. But to me, that like he's always in my memory, he's always just been that real sleazy kind of kind of guy. Yeah, I think Eric, like you hit the nail right on the head with suggesting the character needed to be essentially Paul Giamatti and Big uh, Big Fat Liar, where it is. I don't know. I don't know that. Yeah, oh, it's a great movie actually. He <laughs> just he leans into Paul Giamatti goofiness just enough. Yeah, but um, it, but at the same time he he has a smarmy playfulness, whereas this guy yeah. d- didn't come across at all as smarmy. He just came across as annoying and creepy. Yeah, yeah he didn't have the he didn't have the ratus kind of feel like um from that TV show. Mm. Rat as in like the ferals. Yeah, the ferals. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Mm. Yeah. Good draw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, he had the rat-type features, but yeah. he just didn't, like, carry it through. No, he just sort of ended up somewhere in the middle. Mm. That, that movie, like, this movie is so much better than I remember it being, actually, to be honest with you. It's... Everything mm. pays off. Randomly, um, how would you guys take it uh, I'm, I don't know if either of you have seen the film but a lot of people uh, view this as a modern or modern for the time retelling of Tommy that's what I thought you meant yeah what the, the album yeah well, like you know and yeah, the but, film about yeah, like yeah, yeah. but it, transposing Wait, that's not the one with Chris Farley is it? no oh, that's Tommy Boy <laughs> I haven't seen no, Tommy. No, no, Tommy from no, the seventies, no, which is Tommy. Pinball Wizard. Yeah, okay, I, haven't, I haven't seen Tommy. Yeah, but transposing Pinball for the games. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. That make, makes sense. I don't. Yeah, don't know Tommy, but mm. um, not the movie anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, who who played um Haley? Jenny Lewis. Because her character, like, I don't. Her performance was fine. Um, she was great. Yeah. Um, her character was quite an interesting one mm. like, uh, like char- just enough to be similar but slightly different motivations uh, I think her character was probably written a lot more in depth and I don't I, th- I think like her for her for me for one thing 
if they went further into her character, the movie would have ended up being two hours long. Yes. Yeah, it, it, they... There, there feels like there's cer- certain elements about her history and, and stuff that are that are missing. Mm. And you've really got to, like, take a big leap to connect the dots between one and two. Yeah. And, like, the it, whole thing with her father, like, um, being a, a truck driver and, and whatnot. And, and then going... Yeah, and, and then going back to the... Um, to the what do you call those the the trailer the trailer yeah the trailer mm. and there's no dad there or anything oh, you like that s- you realise that the, why she is so tough and so kind of headstrong is because she essentially lives by herself she's alone yeah and, yeah. and it's pretty crazy and I feel that there's a bunch of backstory that wasn't approached for her or there was it was written but then mm. they cut for time and yeah, or that. it's also that thing of it's How not necessarily her story. Her. No, it's not yeah, about it's her. It's focusing on Jimmy and Corey. But they, th- they, they, the character itself is so interesting and there's so much depth to mm. that character, which is so surprising for a 1989 Nintendo film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yep. more character depth in the actual second lead or third lead yeah. than the other two characters. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. and it's I, I think she did a great job, actually. Yeah. Like, there's not... That's the thing. The film does not have the greatest script. Like, there's a nice story there, but it's some of the dialogue has not aged well. I think they all did the best with what they had. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a kids' movie produced by Nintendo and Universal Studios to advertise their own products. Yeah. Yet it still has pretty solid characters and everything wraps together. <laughs> and an emotional heart. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's still better than the majority of kids' films that come out today. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it was... Does, does the name Jenny Lewis sound familiar to you? It sounds to you? massive. Sounds like um, Forrest Gump's girlfriend. Oh, Jen Nate. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, she actually, obviously, was a child actor and things. Uh, she quit acting and became a musician. So she was the lead, uh, lead singer of Rilo Kylie, that band, and then went oh. solo and has just uh, earlier this year released her fourth solo album. Really? Wow. Yeah, uh, she's a kind of folk and um, kind of alt folky yeah. pop kind of singer. Really? And she's really, really great. Is she married to um, Andy Samberg? No, that's uh, Joanna Newsom. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I, I'll drop in a little bit of her music here. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I like it. There you go. It's always interesting when child actors pursue totally different paths. Yeah, like just flip and then like, yeah. yeah. Like it's amazing when they turn into incredible, like Jodie Foster. Yeah. It, <laughs> people yeah. like that. Um, oh my God. Fred, Fred Savage being a director. Yes. yes. Yep. So that's what's kind of Take a different cool. path, stay in the industry, but a different route. Um, and periodically pop up and do some acting in... Mm. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 or... um. He was on that show yeah. with Rob Lowe. Um, the... I, know, I was looking up his IMDb yeah. before. <laughs> Can't for the life of me remember the name uh, of that show, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Where, where do we want to go? I don't know. Like, I think that sums it all up pretty well. I mean, there was some funny, just like, random quirky moments. Like, just... Oh, can we... Yeah, like, things like the introduction of uh, Spanky, the truck driver. Spanky, the truck driver in the casino. <laughs> Frank wasn't McRae. It, wasn't it, wait, wasn't it Stanky? No, it was Spanky. <laughs> no, it was They mentioned it again. Yeah, we misheard. It was... Okay. Who is just a wonderful character actor that I know from Last Action Hero, 48 Hours, um, License to Kill. Well, like, yeah, back to, back to, to Spanky. Yeah. I mean, the, the casino... Scene. Yeah, when they're just with like, the three kids, like yeah. telling him how to play, play craps, <laughs> just yelling at him. Yeah, 
I'm like, put on the line, on the line, on the field, on the field. Here's ten bucks, Spanky. And he's so happy for his ten dollars. Yeah, thanks for winning us hundreds. Uh, the randomest piece of trivia I found researching this is, uh, in terms of like the prop department, the truck that Spanky is driving is the truck that uh, Sylvester Stallone drove in Over the Top. <laughs> Has anyone seen Over the Top? Of course not. It's an amazing film where <laughs> Sylvester Stallone plays a truck driver who gets the custody of his child and then they go on an arm wrestling competition. Oh, I know that to film. Win a truck. I have not seen that film, but I know that film. Because Over the Top means he's like, it's a different hand grip for oh, arm wrestling. Oh, wow. It's epic. <laughs> it is so <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it so it's the exact same truck, even like the down to like the decals and everything. They just well, didn't change well, it. I, I did like. They're like no one saw. Over no the one's top. gonna know that. <laughs> I, I did like. That was Op- a canon oh, film. Oh, I like. I liked Optimus Prime's cameo. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and yes, Jenny Haley's dad apparently drives Optimus Prime, <laughs> or is Optimus Prime. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure yet. No. <laughs> I mean, he never showed up in the film, so perhaps he was just sleeping. <laughs> she gets, they get to the trailer and it's just like, the, she, why she's acting all coy, it's not because this is where she lives, it's just, I just, I, there's something I need to tell you. My dad's a truck. <laughs> My dad's a Decepticon. <laughs> He's off uh, trying to find the old spark. My, my dad's an Autobot. <laughs> Uh, so silly but yeah it's a film that I am legitimately shocked how well it held up yeah Yeah, oh yeah uh, that yeah watching that I'm like geez, that would have been awesome as a kid yeah um, for our generation I can't um, I can't wait to show my child non-existent child that film (laughs) (laughs) this is why you want to have kids so you can show them things like The Wizard and they'll go man video games are so much better now yeah (laughs) (laughs) and okay Where's the no. Fortnite dancing? <laughs> yeah, why are they flossing? <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess. Um, do you want to hear a little bit of um, trivia and things about this one? Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. So the film had a budget of six million dollars. Mm-hmm. What? And it went on to gross fourteen point two million at the U.S. box office. Eighty nine. That's pretty decent. Uh, adjusted for inflation, uh, nowadays that's about twenty nine point five million. So, not bad for an advertisement. Yeah, not bad for an ad because I'm sure what they didn't make in box office they made in product sales. Yes, <laughs> in Super Mario Brothers three sales. Yeah, yep. Uh, it was the 71st highest grossing film of 1989. <laughs> Wait, so top 100? Yeah, it made it got up there. I can't. I don't know. Like this movie came out like four years after I was born. Yeah. So I didn't see this until I was about yeah nine ish or so nine or ten. Oh wow. Oh, I might have sent it earlier. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I, I can, yeah, I, I had an older brother, that's why I, yeah, this was I had an older sister, and she wasn't exactly into video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the question I was about to uh, bring up, though, was the trailer for this. So this is a giant ad for Super Mario Bros. 3. Was Super Mario Bros. 3 in the trailer? Yes. It was. Okay. They reveal, like, in the trailer that because that's going to be the big thing and they're gonna, you're going to see footage from Mario Bros. 3 and stuff. Uh, so I, like, I would think that that would have an impact on the box office numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you'll get the people wanting to see it and then you'll get the people going... Yeah, but that yeah. being said, like it's it's not the greatest of box office no, results. No, being no, the seventy first. No, I'm, I'm not trying not trying to make an excuse. No, for no, it no, at all. I was just just trying. Curious. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. The closest thing you could get to E three back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was the seventy first highest grossing film of eighty nine. Uh, coming in behind previous films we've done on the show. Uh, Back to the Future Part Two at number six. Yeah. yeah. And Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which is number thirty two. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, normally this would be a time where I have like alternate casting or things like that. I don't know alternate casting Fair for this enough, one. I think. I've got alternate titles. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Super Mario's because brother. like <laughs> the, the Super the Super Bros like yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because uh, obviously the wizard, like, that doesn't, wouldn't really translate going, uh, you know, other languages and things. Yep. So, in Germany, the film is called Joystick Heroes. Okay, of course. Uh, Actually, in, I like that. <laughs> in uh, Italy and Brazil, it's called The Wizard of Video Games. Okay. France, Video Kid. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Spain, The Champion of Video Games. Yep. Uh, Finland, Game Over. I like Finland's one. Mm. In French Canada, not <laughs> specifically French Canada, it's called The Child Genius. Yeah. Uh, Sweden, it's called Game Boy. <laughs> Perform French Canada. Yeah. Game Boy in Sweden. Okay. And the weirdest one is in Japan, it's called Sweet Road. <laughs> I like Sweet Road. Sweet Road. <laughs> it's a road trip, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the emotional it part. Is, of it the is film. a good road trip movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it really is. It is literally, if you want to, like, Show your kids Rain Man or The Color of Money, but they're eight. Yes, <laughs> yes. You show them this film. Yeah. 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 Um, which I guess leads us to the big thing of... Uh, so, Eric, as a kid, you would have... Yeah, I think I would love this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you were deprived. I was. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard one not to love as a kid. Yeah. Like, it, it just kind of hits all those notes, especially if you love Nintendo and video games. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and it just moves at good pace and everything. Mm. And, yeah. and yeah, I am flawed that it hold, holds up. Yeah, as well no, as I, I, yeah, I think it. I'm, I'm so impressed with how much it does actually hold up because I was not expecting that at all. Mm. Um, that's a yeah, I haven't seen it in a fair few, fair few years. That's really good. I can't wait to show my non-existence. <laughs> Yeah, how would it say compared to some of the other like odd ones we've done? Uh, like, it, uh, it's better than Short Circuit. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it reminds that, like, me a lot of Short Circuit. Yeah, it's, it's mm, got a lot of that kind, that kind of, of fun, goofy yeah. kind of feel to it in a way. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids as well. It reminds me a lot of that too. Yeah, for some reason, oh, that's on the list for next year. Oh, so I've only seen oh. Honey. We Shrunk Ourselves. What? You haven't even seen Honey. We blew up the see? baby. <laughs> no, no, I've seen the third one. Is that the third one? No, mm-hmm. that's. Is it? I thought that was the second. Second one's where the kid becomes giant and terrorizes like downtown. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you've yeah. seen the third one. I don't know why. Yeah. No, anyway, so that, that's one I've noted for our next season. That's a must. Yeah, do. I think so too. I'll, Need some Rick Moranis. Oh, I'll be there for the first one. That's for sure. Yeah. I love that movie. I, I was shocked. Uh, like, yeah, help this film holds up really well. Mm. I would say almost to the same, like uh, maybe a notch below the emotional resonance of My Girl. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah, quite doesn't go near that. You don't have Jamie Lee Curtis like hammering home. Oh, my girl, it's brutal. I can't yeah. remember my girl. Like I know, you, you, I know you guys watched it the other day, um, and you were messaging me about that, but I can't remember the beats or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It's not quite. A, it doesn't have the emotional resonance of that, but it is surprisingly fun and holds yeah. up this film. I yeah. find it very enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, not necessarily one we'll go back to again often, but it's yeah, it's nice. I will. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> One of us definitely will. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's about that time where we are pull the films out of the hat for next week. Okay, so the next film we're going to be watching, reaching into the hat, Russell Russell. <laughs> <laughs> this is the show many, is a lie. There's not many in there. Um, yeah. The Blair Witch Project. Okay, this is going to be fun. Yeah, this is like one of the last remaining horror movies I need to see. Yeah. I've been holding off because of this 
podcast now. <laughs> yeah, because you've been on a bit of a horror kick lately. So. Yeah, just been rewatching Suspiria again and again. Because and... <laughs> why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Watch that? Have you seen the new Pet Cemetery? No, I haven't even seen the old one. Oh, so, that, now now we know something else yeah. <laughs> that has to go on the list. And watch the trailer for the new It movie. I am oh, in. Looks, yeah, I'm in as well. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The cart's good. Oh yeah, Bill Hader. Yeah, anything with Bill Hader is usually safe. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> and I, I like James McAvoy Actually, and Jessica Chastain. Like, yeah, yeah, McAvoy's in that. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Chastain's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be fun. So yes. Yeah, so, so tune in at Fortnite's time when we uh, talk more about the It Two trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, when we watch uh, Blair Witch Project. I think we're gonna have a previous guest, uh, Colleen. She was super keen. Yeah. yeah. So we can finally uh, get you to see that classic bit of found footage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna sit there and watch. The film. <laughs> I love that film. But um, have yeah, you well, done The Ring? Oh, I've seen that one. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. I think we saw that in the cinema yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah no um well thanks for joining us toby and yeah, thanks thank for, you thanks for having me and thanks for lending us your dvd copy of the no, wizard you're welcome. <laughs> um and yeah thanks everyone for listening i hope you enjoyed it um as we've previously mentioned we're kind of wrapping up this season and getting ready to uh get all the titles in order for next season so if you have any suggestions for us uh send us an email at haven't seen pod at gmail.com or uh, send me a suggestion on Twitter. You can find me at Criterion Quest, which is a shameless plug for my other podcast. <laughs> um, but again, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll catch you in a fortnight for Blair Witch. Hero. Uh, for this week's episode, I'm Chris. I'm Jump. Eric. Jump the gun. I'm Toby. Uro. <laughs> <laughs> what the f*** does that mean? See you later. It's an Aussie version of see you later. Uro. Really? Please rewind this cassette before returning it to your video library.